Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Ignorance Is This, a podcast all about a different way of experiencing cinema with little to no knowledge about it beforehand. My name is Scott Martin. It always has been. And sitting opposite me is the man with grace, space and pace, Oliver Deer. Hello, it's me again. Once again, I'm here for the podcast. We're, we're physically together this time. Yes. Which is brand new for the show. Not really. We had a, a we had a single week without it and it was awkward and weird. <laughs> we're always in very different circumstances every time we do the podcast. Yeah, eventually we'll get back on our feet. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> or are things going inevitably downhill? Mm, who knows? This this could <laughs> be find the, out next week. This could be the worst one yet. Who knows? We don't know it yet. Today we're talking about a movie that dropped on Netflix very suddenly. Mm-hmm, the it, Cloverfield Paradox. It was the Beyonce of Netflix drops, <laughs> just out of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cloverfield Paradox, the third Cloverfield movie, apparently. No one knew it was coming, or people kind of did, but they didn't know it was coming so soon. Yeah. yeah. People, I I know that there's um. There was a like an alternate reality game happening. Like you spot all the details, you go onto these websites, so you can kind of get all these hints yeah. towards what the next movie is going to be like. I am going to talk about that in the discussion. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I was completely unaware. I wasn't one of those people. I yeah. didn't know anything about this at all. You also haven't seen either of the previous Cloverfields. Mm, so the first I... one, Cloverfield, the Cloverfielding, <laughs> or Ten Cloverfield Lane, Cloverfield Returns. I guess you could. <laughs> I guess you could say. That even if I did know about the dropping of the third movie, I wouldn't have cared. <laughs> <laughs> I like the Cloverfields. Yep. I like the first two. And we'll discuss what we both thought of the third one in a bit. Excellent. Because I've had a thought this week and it's going to interrupt us for a little second. Oh, okay. Let's talk about thoughts, baby. Let, so I'm not going to say a thought. I'm going to I'm going to say a statement. Oh. And you're gonna react, okay? All right, <laughs> I'm ready. I've All got, right. I've got my. Um, so as we know, um, my, my podcasters <laughs> react YouTube channel yeah. ready to go. Uh, you can't actually make I'm those so- videos. Oh. That uh, will, I'll sue you for that. I'm sorry. Don't, don't make react videos, please. <laughs> so you Topic. are aware that the Avengers: Infinity War is coming out very soon yeah. in May, I believe. I've heard a thing or two about it. Yeah. So here's my statement. Okay. Thanos will be a bad villain. Ah. Well, he's notoriously a bad man. Yeah. So maybe he will be a bad villain. Now, I don't mean bad villain as in, oh, he's one of the <laughs> biggest threats to the Avengers we've known yet. Uh-huh. He's such a bad person. He's the kind of guy that would push an orphan over in the street and not oh. even not even say sorry about it. He would mean it. That's... Uh, that is such a Netflix <laughs> villain right there, yeah. you know? So he's not, he's not bad in that sense, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. He might do that, but that's not what I mean. That he is, a, that is a bad villain, I mean, in the sense I think he will be Marvel's usual game right. of making poorly written characters who are villains. Okay, that is an interesting take. Yes. Um, what is your reaction to that statement? Well, I hope that they don't pull a DC with it and turn him grey, <laughs> but I think that they're going to keep purple. Right. But uh, he's already dangerously close to grey. They could just dull that. Mm. They could dull that purple. Well, I. Uh, this isn't a a promotional material spoiler thing for you, but I will say that the first time that there was um, information, the first time you see him as Infinity War era Thanos, Mm -hmm. people were upset at getting a bit risky here, the colour of his skin. Okay, so Uh, he's not supposed to be purple in... No, I think he he wasn't purple enough. Oh. And then they released another trailer and he was more purple. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Um, so no, they're, they're not going to go grey. But I, I want to disagree with you, right? 
count the count the evidence. <laughs> no, yes, no, you're absolutely right. But right. you could you could argue that because there's so many characters, it's going to be difficult to make a satisfying villain. Yeah. But because he's the only villain, they're going to have to spend a lot of time on him. Okay. They're going to spend less time on the on developing the characters. You know, mm-hmm. they've only got to develop this one. New, actually, no. But hang on, yeah, isn't there could be? I mean. You've clearly just thought, hang on, there is yeah. another villain in this movie. I <laughs> no. don't know who it is. No, I, okay, I didn't maybe say not. that. In the other movies, there aren't, haven't always been lots of villains. I mean, in Ultron, there was Ultron and the, the twins, I guess. And the robots, the and billions the of robots. robots. I mean, and in the first one, it was Loki, which was, he's a good villain. And the billions of the aliens. And the billions. Of, they weren't developed hit villains, I guess. <laughs> but if you count the evidences, and this is where mm. I draw my statement from, Yep, is just when you think about it, Marvel obviously has the track record of having bad villains, and they surely know this because it's it's their biggest criticism. Yeah. And they don't fix it, usually. Well, they've had some good ones recently, but still. Yeah. They, no, they have had some good ones, but I will also say mm-hmm. my biggest problem with DC is the villains. Mm-hmm. My biggest problem with Marvel is the villains. Mm-hmm. And my biggest problems with the CW show are the villains. <laughs> and I feel like Marvel are the only ones that are like smart enough to really pick it up once sure. they realize that everyone hates them. Sure. Except maybe CW because they, they do a lot of fan service. Yeah. So they're listening. Now the best villains often come from series where the villain is in more one, more than one movie. Right. So like uh-huh. you think of Voldemort or Darth Vader, they've had oh, time to develop over a series. Right? Right, I was, I thought you were going to say a Marvel villain and I was thinking, all right, he's got Loki and I, and I just blanked <laughs> thinking, mm, right, who else? So, so Loki is also an example of a good villain. And, and well, a lot of people prefer the Netflix villains over the yes, movie villains. because they, and have, that's, yeah. they have time to develop. They sure do. And now you could say, oh, well, Thanos has been in so many of the movies. And, and bloody, um, hey... My favorite, my favorite villain of all of the Marvel stuff is Purple Man. Purple from, Man, yeah, oh, yes. from Jessica Jones. And I tell you what, Thanos, he's a bit of a Purple Man yeah, as well. A, oh, maybe, maybe that's, <laughs> maybe that's what it takes to be a maybe good villain. Maybe they're the same person. Mm. Now then, we'd we'd have a developed character <laughs> on our hands. But um, yeah. However, uh, yes, Thanos has been in multiple movies, and it's like they've had all this time to set him up. They've had so long to set him up. They've been they put him in movies. Can you name a single character trait? Uh, just the Infinity Gauntlet, right? Like he what wants. he's what he's aiming towards. But and but one look at that guy, you can tell he wants domination. Yeah, <laughs> that's racist. <laughs> uh, no, because we live in the age of the internet. I didn't. I wasn't a comic books guy before I watched the first couple of Marvel movies. Yeah, including. Um, the Avengers, which is when you see him for the first time, I think. Uh, I might be completely wrong about that. Avengers, maybe at the end in a post-credit scene. Yeah, but I don't. He was no, he was in a post-credit scene of some sort. It was it was him in space, and he yeah. turned his chair around. I think that was the yeah. first time you see him. And then it went into Guardians, which was in Phase Two. Okay, yes. I think that's right. So, but because I live in the internet age, right? I go on to hey, this was Easter. All the Easter eggs in in, in uh, Avengers. Then they say, this is Thanos. And then I'll look up, oh, that's the name of the dude. Look him up. What's his deal? Because they've implemented his character so early on, Mm. I feel like even though we haven't seen him, 70% of the people are across, like his goal is to get world domination. Yeah. Like, you know, I don't think that that, yes. But every (laughs) villain, every goddamn Marvel villain is, their plan is world domination. 
So if his mm. only characteristic is he wants world domination, then it doesn't make him good. Yeah, but we've seen him be the boss of other character right. villains. So he, he's he been the one that was commanding Loki in the Avengers. Yeah. He was the one that was commanding Ronan in Guardians. Mm-hmm. So you know he's the big bad. Right. But you don't know anything about the guy. That's what I'm well, saying. I That's why I'm I don't thinking know, when he comes into it. I don't it, know what he looks like in his Sunday best. <laughs> no. I just think when he comes into it. Maybe he's, we should go over to his house and not introduce de- <laughs> ourselves. Get to know him a little more. He's not developed. No, and he it, isn't. Like, he isn't. You could even, they could have even done, because even if they don't want to show him, if they want to keep him a mystery, that's fine. But they have to, ve- to develop some sort of, you know, myths about him. Whereas other characters saying, oh, bloody Thanos, you know, saw him the other day pushing orphans over. And then <laughs> you think, oh, okay, Thanos is the kind of guy to push orphans over. I wonder why. And it draws mystery. But I don't know. I can't name anything I know about him or anything what he's like. Other than he wants the Gauntlet, presumably, to control the universe. Mm -hmm. Which is a very primal and basic (laughs) want. True. No. uh, I think we do see a little bit of that because there are actual character communication between him and Mm -hmm. other characters in Guardians. Yeah. That's. I think that's our best look. Guardians has been his biggest, yeah. Yeah, and he just sits in a chair throughout the whole thing. He just tells... Hey, Ronan, go do this. And then Ronan does it. And Ronan was more developed than him. And Ronan wasn't that great. Yeah, because he had more screen time. (laughs) And I think that if they wanted to show him being such a dominant force, they could have done that so many times. But they are holding it back so that we can get like what we think it's going to look like. And then when we actually see it, it'll be more satisfying. Okay. I agree that he's not he's not developed yeah. and it is scary to go into Infinity War being the movie that you have to develop yeah. this ultra villain when you have literally like 20 other characters yeah. already there. But they're already developed, so we don't need to yeah. get to each of them. I'm just saying like, why couldn't, you know, you come to the end of the Harry Potter series and you think, great, we are about to see Voldemort be defeated. And we know his whole past and history and how he's got here. And we're about to see the yep. the culmination of that. Now, we don't know. Oh, I don't know if this is Thanos' last movie. Because apparently there used to be two Avengers. Is that right? There were going to be part one and part two. Yeah. But now it's just one. Mm-hmm. But there might be another Avengers after. Oh, there'll be more. Yeah. There'll, it'll be Star Wars from now on. We'll right. get a new Avengers yeah. movie in for the next 10 years. Yeah. So Eventually, it'll be Robert Downey Jr. will step down and probably Black Panther will be like the Iron Man. Yeah, it's going to yeah. be sick to see what the new Avengers is going to look mm. like. Yeah. So I just I just think it's uh it's not good territory walking into this. And I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I don't have my hopes up for him. That's as a good. Keep him down. <laughs> yeah. I wish mine were down. I'm so excited. It's going to be the best month yeah. of my life, mate. <laughs> I'm going to see this movie so many times. Yeah. Oh, this this to me. You won't if it's bad. This to me is my <laughs> Force Awakens. Like wait, oh, okay. waiting for the trailer to drop when it came out. We have a friend who watched that 50 times. Yeah. Shout out to Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, I swear he was like, he could recite every single shot, let alone dialogue. On the I, trailers? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm yeah. probably going to do that for the rest of the Infinity War stuff. I'm so excited. <laughs> Stepping off of the Marvel universe mm-hmm. and delving into the mysteries of the Cloverfield mm, verse. The Abram verse. Mm. The JJ. I. Now, yeah, okay, so. I wish he was JJing about this movie. <laughs> Just jokes. On. <laughs> You can take it out of canon if you want. It's, it's <laughs> okay. barely in canon, I well, suppose. Well, yeah, I have a bit uh, to now, say about that. I gather from previous conversations and also <laughs> your reaction just then yeah. what, what you thought about this. Uh-huh. I aggressively didn't like this movie. Yeah, 
Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. What about you? I liked it. I like loser. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's cool to have opinions. The podcast, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> Opinion is stated, and the other one tells him he is wrong for it. <laughs> yes. That's the way we do it here in Indies. Yeah. But I, I, I already knew we were going to disagree. I thought what I would do, I would tell you the things I didn't like about it. Sure. And you could say, yes, yes, yes. And you can say, wow, I didn't think about that. And now then I'll hate it more. <laughs> then you'll start saying the things that you like and I can't oppose that and then I'll feel bad. I'm going to say what I don't like and then I, and then I want to hear why you don't like it. Uh-huh. And we can we can just bag on it for a bit because it has its problems. It sure does. And then I will tell you why I like it. And then you won't have a chance to respond to that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't want to respond because I don't want to start a yeah. fight. Now, I will jump in saying I'm well ready to jump on board the Cloverfield train uh-huh. and leave the Marvel train. Nah, Marvel's <laughs> fine, but it's getting tiresome. Um, oh, it is. But no, Cloverfield is very mysterious, even yep. if, you know, even if, you know, they surprise drop a movie on you and even if you don't like it, it's like, whoa, a, a mysterious movie appeared. Yeah. That's pretty cool. No, I, re- I would love for that to happen yeah. more. I, I know, so I know you haven't seen the other ones and there are going to be spoilers for uh, the Cloverfield Paradox in this podcast, but also very slightly for the first two Cloverfield movies, Cloverfield, the original, um, and Cl- 10 Cloverfield Lane. <laughs> Say that again? For, ten, ten. The, no, the first one and then the second one? Cloverfield. Original recipe, Cloverfield, and... <laughs> 10 Cloverfield Lane. Hot and spicy. <laughs> <laughs> and the Cloverfield Paradox. Uh, nuggets. <laughs> Chicken nuggets. <laughs> Zingers. Uh, there we go. Okay, yeah, so so start... Let's talk about things that we didn't like about... Right. Um, Cloverfield. Yep. So, um... Paradox. Now, how do, how do we introduce this? Um... How about you explain what it is? Like, what's the plot here? Oh, okay, so... Oh, broad arching just for the Cloverfield universe, for those who don't know... The first one is about um, a monster or several yeah, monsters. Yeah, T.J. Miller. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 oh. We could take that out That's if we want. That's hot and spicy. Ooh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, the first one is about a monster that invades New York. Or you don't really know what it is. You don't really get a good look. Mm-hmm. But there are like also, there are spoilers. There are other little mini monsters in it that run around and they're more of a threat to the main characters. Like the robots in Age of Ultron. Yeah, like <laughs> the robots. Yeah. So that's what the first one's about and it's all done filmed in a shaky cam and it's sort of these guys just trying to escape New York City. Which was incredibly different and cool at the time. Yeah, really cool. Um, the second one is about a woman who finds herself in an underground sort of safe bunker, like a how do you what do you call it? like a apocalypse bunker basically. Yeah. Um, and John Goodman has built this like the bit in The Simpsons where um, always <laughs> oh, <laughs> a Simpsons reference. <laughs> the, the, only, the only person to have the um, the apocalypse bunker is Ned Flanders. Yeah. And then the oh, whole right. the whole town goes in there, and then Mo starts <laughs> doing a game <laughs> <laughs> about farmyard animals. It's like guess this farmyard animal. <laughs> Sorry. That's right. And Ned Flanders is the only one who doesn't go in the bunker. Yes, yeah. Um, what a good character. Yeah, th- so that movie is just like that episode. Yeah. Simpsons. <laughs> so, yeah, and that's about that episode. Mm-hmm. And they're in a bunker during the invasion of the aliens or whatever. Yep. And this, thir- this third one, the Cloverfield Paradox, you are following the members of a ship titled the SS Cloverfield or the USS Cloverfield or so- something along those lines. I don't think so. What is it called? I don't what is know. a spaceship Let's have a called? Look it up. Anyway, while you do that, they're on a spaceship. They they're on a mission to fire this new weapon up in space 
and well not a weapon it's sort of, sort of a science device that when they fire the device bad things happen the cloverfield paradox occurs oh, as it's referred to that's why they call it yeah that. wow things go bad we're led to believe some sort of quantum entanglement occurs and their spaceship ends up in a different spot when uh, it, it fires yes it's called the uh, the shepherd particle accelerator okay the only mention of cloverfield is the the conspiracy theorists saying okay. that it's going to begin and create the Cloverfield Paradox. Right. I thought the spaceship was called Cloverfield, but that's fine. Maybe the spaceship is called Cloverfield? Right, but the... The actual energy beam yeah, thing. the that, device. The particle accelerator. Okay. Just like in The Flash, another superhero. Let's talk about superheroes <laughs> again. There's yeah. A particle so accelerator in, in, these, in, in these movies, the, the word Cloverfield is always kind of ambiguous. It doesn't really have a common naming convention whereas like in this one if it's the, it's the spaceship or the, the paradox refer is referred to as cloverdox paradox whereas in um the previous one <laughs> 10 cloverdox Clover i'm sorry <laughs> Jesus, yeah sorry it's, <laughs> it's a long word long sort of series of words to say the previous one it's just like the the property that they're on is called 10 cloverfield lane right oh, okay yeah, and cool. in the first one supposedly the giant monster is called clover interesting right and he and new york is a clover field oh he frolics yeah. in his clover field yeah, yeah. They're in the spaceship and it sort of ends up in a new location and they don't really know. And then they look out of the window and the earth is gone, mm -hmm. but they think they're in the same spot. And then creepy, weird, unexplainable um, anomalies start occurring within the ship. Yes. On paper, that all sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> it, it does. And like, My, I, yeah. I love, I love cool shit like Cloverfield as a series, the word is integrated into the films. Yeah. They mean different things. Yeah. Like, I love that So you shit. love the concept of what Cloverfield represents? Yes. It's right. like Black Mirror, but slightly connected. Yes, it is. It's, it's exactly like Black Mirror. It's, yeah. It's anthology-based. It always follows a different group of characters in a particular situation during... The invasion of the monsters. And I love, like, Easter egg hunting in films yeah. and, like, se like secrets and stuff. So that's what I was saying before, like, the whole alternate reality game, like, people actually going onto different websites, checking the source code to get more yeah. information to go yeah. to a different thing, find a bloody popsicle stick with, like... This is, seriously, <laughs> there was, like... Like some some stick somewhere okay. had like cities written on it, and that oh. had something to do with it. Like I love I love all that yeah. stuff. It's just such a shame <laughs> that the actual movie around this one okay. was such so poor. You didn't like it. <laughs> now the the reason I'm actually okay that you don't like it is because like kind of like Black Mirror, everyone has their favorites, and because they aren't connected in the way that a Marvel series is, or a, you know, like imagine if Harry Potter had a bad film, then the, you'd well, have to write the whole series off as being like. Oh, that's a shame, you know. There are less good Harry Potter movies, but than there's other no ones, I badly say. reviewed Harry Potter films. No, that's true. And I would say I like them all anyway. But in the case, like for example, in this, in the Cloverfield series, you obviously don't like this one, and I'm pretty sure you would like the other ones, though. I, I'm very aware that the second one was received very well, yeah, more so than the original uh, Cloverfield mm. movie, yeah. And I, I do want to watch that because, like I said last week, I'm love my John Goodman. <laughs> yeah, I think so, I actually cut that from the episode actually because I went on a rant about Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. So I'm I'm <laughs> fine with you not liking this particular movie because there's going to be more and they're not ne going to necessarily be related. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't necessarily matter because yeah. you can just write this one off and say I didn't like this story. Yep, essentially. But tell me what you don't like. Give me one of your points and then we can trade points. Okay. It felt like an alien movie mm -hmm. without the alien, yeah. which was the good part. Okay. 
and and a, a very likable front main character. Okay. It's also the movie Sunshine. Have yeah. you seen Sunshine? Yeah, 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 I've seen Sunshine. If you strip away some of the details <laughs> of Cloverfield Paradox, it is Sunshine. Yeah. Which came out in 2007. Yeah. It's it's based on a spaceship. One by one the crew members are all, you know, like mysterious things are happening. Mm. They're dying, they're trying to save each other to get back to Earth while being on a mission to do something that will save Earth. Mm. It is that is but you could say that sentence and it applies perfectly to both movies. Oh, it applies to Alien as well. Yeah. And applies to most horror films. Yes, but <laughs> this the whole the whole shtick of it being each of the characters one mm. by one, something mysterious is happening, and then like nothing nothing came back around satisfyingly. Yeah. I believe and like it's just it's a classic I wrote this in one word. Mm-hmm. It's a classic stuck in space, can't get out. There's a looming threat, and everybody blames each other and gets <laughs> mad at each other and punches each other, kind of movie. Oh yeah, yeah. Which is what Sunshine is that came out in 2007. <laughs> but at least at the end, it was like they did the right thing, which happened in this one as well. <laughs> it all it all technically worked, but like I just feel like I think in Sunshine it was a bit more scary and weird. Yeah. But because yeah. this because I've already seen that, mm. this was predictable even though it was doing the exact same things because it's so late in the game. I surely did not like this movie for its script. The The characters were all just similar to other characters. Yeah. They all had their their stereotypes. Chris yeah. O'Dowd was comic relief, even in, even in situations of crisis. Yes. Yes, it was. <laughs> uh, oh, I found the worms. Yeah. Classic. They just exploded out of a man's body. Yeah. Someone just died. You can't... No real human being is speaking like that. Yeah. But I will say, if that character was played by anyone else, I would hate him. Yeah. But I like Chris O'Dowd. What if it was played by Moss? Richard O'Wadi. I would have loved that because I love yeah. Moss as well. And like, but I reckon you would have loved any comedian you know. <laughs> but that, <laughs> it's, not, it's not a diss to say if it was anyone else. Yeah. It just means that they... He did something that literally no one else could have pulled off yeah. as effectively. Right. It was still annoying, but I think it's a compliment. I, I do... This is my one real compliment of this. Casting was great and the acting was great. Yeah. I thought everyone performed excellently. Right. But they're is just... That a word? That, yeah. Well, excellent. I don't know. I agreed <laughs> with you too soon. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. They performed well. It was just the script. And the dialogue wasn't really great. For the situations they were in were unbelievable. Another stupid move by the main character was when she decided she wanted to leave and go down to the yep. Earth 2. It's like, why? Yeah. You realize how difficult that's going to be. Mm-hmm. It's going to jeopardize your crew probably because it's going to use up a bunch of resources from the escape pod. Yep. And it's, how are you going to land on Earth? It's very far away. And there was shit stuff happening on Earth. Yeah. But they don't know that. Yeah. So... She was willing to leave her husband yeah. to go save this other family. She clearly does not love her husband. No. Like, she was so quick to just be, oh, I'm just going to go and, you know, I'm going to save some lives down there. I don't... Th- and they said, like, there's no reason to believe that that's going to happen again. Mm-hmm. Just if the same set of situations happen, if the same scenarios happen, maybe it will. Mm-hmm. But there's nothing to say that that's definitely going to happen. Exactly. You're really willing to leave your actual hearth husband with no... Like reasoning behind where she's gone, where she actually is, it makes no sense. It was that's so mad because it's such a bad dis like reaction. It's at those points you can sort of tell 
it's sort of those moments that make you realize, oh, I'm watching a movie and this is just written poorly because you're just like, okay, they're doing this yeah. because they're just playing for emotion. Like, oh, my kids are alive in this alternate universe. I could go see them. But like, yeah, but every other part of the decision makes no sense. Yeah. How are you getting there? <laughs> yeah. And also, those kids are going to be pretty freaked out. Yeah. If I saw two of my mums, yeah. I wouldn't want to speak to the new one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why is she here? Yeah. And She's an imposter. You've wasted... Kill yeah. her. <laughs> <laughs> She's a scroll. Oh, we're back onto the Marvel talk. <laughs> Another issue I had with it was, um, this is just me being a, a lover of space films, a, spa- a space issue. Yeah, you sure are. That's why um, I got you a big space portrait for your <laughs> birthday this year. Yeah. Thank you, by the way. I thought the spaceship just looked so unoriginal. It was it was a series of, of a, one line and a series of several other spinning discs around it. Yes. It looks like the Martian spaceship. It looks like... Interstellar. Interstellar, yeah. It looks like just... It basically looks like any spaceship where, hey... We don't. We don't want it to make. We don't want it to look like a modern day Earth shuttle or a rocket or anything. Uh-huh. Let's try and think of something that else that it could look, represent. I know a line with several spinning discs going around it. It's like the most unoriginal all, all, of all of them. Yes, I, I, I believe I do agree that mm. it is. It's unoriginal, but this is a kind of a nice thing I'm about to say. Okay, I liked when like. The main character was space skyping her boyfriend, yeah. and you can see it like rotating in the background. Yeah. Small little details like that. I don't, I don't like the overall like any like exterior wide shots. shot. Yeah, yeah, any exterior shots. But it was cool to like see that they detailed the fact that that is constantly yeah. rotating. Yeah, it felt like you're in the spaceship and that the light keeps going by. Yeah, I thought all the set design looked really cool. Yeah, it looked amazing. Still bad though. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I did look up just now. Um, Sunshine spaceship. And it's not the same. Okay. Oh, that's Sun- the Sunshine spaceship is basically just a big... Um, like a dart with a shield in front of it, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because it... Which makes sense. It's a solar... It's it, a, they've got to block the sun. Yeah. Because <laughs> otherwise it's going to burn up. Oh, another big issue that I had with it, and I wish they changed this. I don't know why the, the paradox... Anything that is attacking them, because yeah. it's unexplainable, it's quantum entanglement, it's something... Something that occurred when they fired the laser is causing weird anomalies on the ship. So the anomalies or the paradox, when it attacks them, it seems to be doing it on purpose. It seems to be targeting them, right? Yeah. So when Chris O'Dowd's at the wall, yeah, he's, he's in. The, yeah. the wall grabs him almost like it knows he's there. And that doesn't make any sense because it's not a creature hunting them. It's science. Yeah. Some, some anomaly in science is what's causing the issues. So like things, some things make sense. Like the worms, um, w- like when they teleport, the worms teleport into the man's brain. Yep. Right? And so that makes sense when he starts going weird, you think, why is he going weird? And then you find out there was worms in his brain and they're sort of driving him dead. They do have that actually really cool sequence of him looking at yeah. in the mirror and the eye yeah. is all messed up and he's touching it and you kind of see like, uh, do you see like a wiggling worm for half a frame? I don't know. Some, yeah, you see some sort of line, mm. but yeah, his eye goes funny and he's like, doesn't... that? I really love that. I love when the paradox... Is actually creepy. Yes, because yep. it's it's unexplainable. You don't get it. It just it's weird. However, when it's maliciously attacking them, like some sort of entity, like a like a godlike entity, mm-hmm. actually targeting them, that's when it just doesn't make sense. The way Chris O'Dowd dies is the um the glue from his glue gun, like tries to grab him. Right. Yeah. It sort of slowly fizzles towards him and then Pulls grabs him. Away. That doesn't make any sense because it's like it sees him and then gets him. That doesn't make any sense. Yep. What I thought was happening was just that 
there was some sort of gravity issue and the glue was just being pulled so far and it was yeah. going to pierce him. It was going to stab him. Oh, that's what I thought too. Which made which would have made sense. Like, oh, the gravity is just pushing the glue and it's going to stab him. But no, it grabbed him like yeah. tentacles. They needed to. They needed that jump scare and grab him and aggressively pull him out of frame. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that what they did? Yeah, sorry. That's what they yeah, did. But I'm just thinking like, imagine how cool it would be just to see it slowly just stick into yes. him and then slowly go through him and then that he dies. I think probably because it's not M.A. <laughs> Do you really? That, <laughs> that is so lame if that's well, the like, reason. Well, like, they can't show you such a brutal death, yeah. so they just have to have something grab him and then pull him mm. off screen. Yeah. Yeah, the J.J. Evans says in a conference later, I was like, yes, off screen, it definitely went through his body. Uh, yeah. We just couldn't see it at the time, sorry. Yeah. Uh, anyway, tell me more things you hate. I like this movie, by the way, but tell me more. <laughs> I'm really keen. I know that in retrospect... It makes sense to keep the storyline hidden for the reveal at the end that this is the spoiler. Okay. This is the big I think spoiler. I've got this one. This is the yep. big spoiler yep. for the for the movie that just yep. came out. Uh, don't watch it. It makes sense to keep the storyline hidden for the reveal at the end that the monster is out and about. Mm-hmm. Is that the original Clover? Yeah. Okay. Looks like it. Yep. Um, but I cared more about the... I think his name is Michael. The, the man on Earth? Yeah, the man yep. on Earth. His story with the little girl because it felt more human than right. what was the plot in space that I have already seen before. Okay, yeah. But that goes nowhere yeah. for for the reveal that the monster is out and about uh, causing the destruction. It would have been more of a twist if it wasn't the monster because it's a Cloverfield movie. Right. So you're expecting, you're expecting it to, to come all around. Mm-hmm. It's probably going to be... The Godzilla. Yeah. Right? It's probably going to be Clover. Yeah. So, to set up this cool story between this little girl and the dad, like, mm. is he going to have to, like... Yeah. Be- and then they say, oh, we've got in contact with the real parents. They're so happy. That's not enough. That's not wrapped up in a little bow mm. enough. And actually, it, it's too much of a bow for that situation. It's like they just thought, yeah, don't worry about it. We found the parents. They're coming right now or whatever. Mm. But I wanted to see more of that. and But they cut it right when it was getting interesting so that the reveal could be that the monster's there. Yeah. When the movie was the God's Particle, mm. before they just slapped on Cloverfield on yeah. it, that could have been way more satisfying of an ending to just not have copied and pasted an image of the monster from the first movie. So like, I've seen a lot of people saying it's pathetic that they just attached the Cloverfield name onto it. Yeah. Really late in production. But honestly, even as someone who is not a fan of Cloverfield, I admit it looks really cheaply tacked on the way that they just said yes and this is a cloverfield paradox and right yeah have, you know like in in the um in the news article at the beginning the news showed sorry not an article mm. without it it would have been even more bland and boring okay because at least then at least then for some like like i said before i like the a the args at least then it's something for them but without it, it would have just been sunshine mm-hmm. stripped back to being even more boring than that movie was, yeah. which I liked, by the way. Okay. So, like, like I know, like, I'm jumping from spot to spot yeah. here. Having Cloverfield name attached to this is good and bad, is what mm-hmm. I'm saying. Yeah. It's bad because then they they got rid of a potentially satisfying ending with the people that I did like that they mm. could have made something nice out of. But also, it's the pretty much the only redeeming quality of the movie, in my opinion, the fact that it's kind of cool for fans of Cloverfield to see Clover again, to have made the ARG possible and interesting. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I know. I know I know exactly what you mean. If it's like 
when they when they decided to make it a Cloverfield movie, they they this is when I'm pretty sure the reshoots were everything that happened on Earth, right? Like that's all the Cloverfield reshoots. Is that what I'm okay. pretty sure everything that's shot on Earth with um featuring the woman's husband, yeah, and him he finds like a kid, okay, and tries to save the kid. Everything right. everything of that, I'm pretty sure it's that's all the reshoots they made. If if that is the case, then that just makes it bad. Because they, if without Cloverfield and that was the movie, yeah. well, at least half and half, there could have been a satisfying ending for that. Mm-hmm. But because that is the reshoots, then that means they planned for there to just be 40 minutes of them running around yeah. for no reason. You don't see the monster until the very end. Mm. And the only like kind of like cool shot there, well, actually, I liked the the dialogue between the little girl and, and Michael in the car. But other than that, like him screaming, no, don't bring her down here. She doesn't need to come back down to earth. Something's bad's happening. That was cool, mm. but not satisfying enough to justify the fact that it's just been cut off, that storyline right yeah. there. The problem is that they didn't go all the way enough. They sort of half-heartedly put something yeah. there to make it Cloverfield. Yes. They needed to go further. What I wrote was the problem with the earth segment, I thought it could have made indescribably better if any action with a clover or any of the little clover monsters occurred. Yeah. If he... Because, yeah, like you say, we already know it's a Cloverfield movie. We don't need the last surprise to be that Cloverfield yeah. is hey, on Earth. this is a clover. If the movie was called The God's Particle... Yeah, and that, and that was the end. You'd yes. be surpr- surprised as shit. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> right. Yeah. So what they should have done is he should have... His arc, Michael's arc, was should be he goes to rescue that kid, but then, oh, no, one of the little mini... Clover, the little tiny babies from the first movie comes out, and he's Atari. Just, yeah, he has to you know wrestle one of those things, yeah. right? Yes, and and maybe I don't know, maybe he has to help the spaceship somehow. Maybe he has to interact with that plot up in space in any way at all. If he, you know, if yes. he, if he maybe, yes, 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 um, you know, they needed information. Oh, um, I've just stabbed this this monster i'm spitballing here no but like that's <laughs> yeah, the if thing. they if they said this monster oh i there's blood in it and you need the blood dna sample for your experiment up in there yes. it's like you they need to relate somehow and they never do because his arc was kind of kind of boring in my opinion he need there need there needed to be action it was just him he got a kid and then you know yeah nothing happened no that's the that's yeah. why i'm mad because it needed, could yeah. have been something great you're right. It's, or maybe it like the anomaly asked. starts occurring on Earth as well, and maybe there's a portal opens up and she can see him, and they, I don't know. No, there could have been any interaction ah, at all between them, but God. there was nothing. It could have been so much better. Yeah. It could have been so That's, much And like you said, it's, yeah. it's because they half-assed it. Yeah. They could have made the Earth stuff. Don't, <laughs> je- don't jeopardize storylines for the sake of telling us the big reveal that this is Cloverfield. Cloverfield is in the name. We know that it's Cloverfield. Expand the storylines. Mm. Have 100% more Cloverfield or 100% less Cloverfield. It, there's so little to grab onto. I can't talk about the Earth. Like, I'm trying to talk about the Earth stuff right now. But it is literally just him. Oh, no. Stuff is raining down from the sky. Go to the hospital. Help people. Mm. Meet a little girl. Go to a bunker. Yep. That's the whole movie. Yeah. But that could have been good. That could have been <laughs> could the have been last great. of us. <laughs> yes. It could have been the last it of could us. Have. It, yeah, it's it's such a shame. That's my biggest issue with the movie is that it could have been good. It could have been very, very, very good. Yes. For me, it was... I still liked it because I it had some great ideas. It's just not everything was executed perfectly and it left me a bit sad. However, don't, I, don't do have a good, it, I do have a good section. Don't call it... Cloverfield, <laughs> if the reveal is that this is Cloverfield. 
Oh, I have something to tell you about 10 Cloverfield Lane. Let me tell you. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> actually, I'll, I'll jump into that now because we probably don't need to discuss Cloverfield Lane again. This is the only spoiler I was going to tell you about 10 Cloverfield Lane. Sure. So if anyone wants to watch that. Um, is it a big one? Because I do want to watch it. Here's the thing. It's not It's not a big one because, because you know it's a Cloverfield movie. Again, the same issue, right? Is the spoiler that is um, John Goodman is a grumpy old man rather than a happy-go-lucky monster like in Monsters, Inc.? <laughs> He's a man. <laughs> Damn it. Now... Now, if I was to say, hey, there's a movie called 10 Cloverfield Lane, yeah. right? It's Cloverfield, right? Mm-hmm. What do you think might be, just just, just spitball, yeah. what do you think one of the villainous entities in the movie might be? Do I have knowledge of the first Cloverfield? Yeah, you know the first Cloverfield. It, it is would it? be Cloverfield. It would be like alien and right. aliens. So you would think there would be an alien in it, right? I would imagine that there would be Clover, but smaller versions of Clover All and right, a big so Clover nest. So... You would expect there were aliens in 10 Cloverfield Lane. However, part of the premise of 10 Cloverfield Lane is that the woman ends up in the bunker. She doesn't know how she gets in because she something happens. Like, she's on the road and, like, she's hit by a car and she goes unconscious. Yeah. Um, and she ends up in the bunker. So she doesn't know if there's aliens. And John Goodman tells her, there are aliens out there, don't go outside. She doesn't believe him. Why would you? Why would you? Obviously. Yeah. And then, but as it goes on, you're like, are there aliens in the world? Cool. Or is John Goodman lying? But we know he's not lying because it's called 10 Cloverfield Lane. But then the next one's called Paradox. <laughs> <laughs> Could all be. Oh, it's a paradox. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we realize the paradox of the Cloverfield movies. Yeah is that they reveal that there's aliens when the whole premise of all the movies is, are there aliens? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we know there are. Can you imagine J.J. J. Abrams in the pitching stage just going, all right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm ready for the sequel of Cloverfield. Now, here's the elevator pitch. Imagine Cloverfield, but with nothing else. <laughs> you would start to question, is Cloverfield nothing? <laughs> are there really aliens? How can it be... A Cloverfield... No, how <laughs> how can it be a Cloverfield movie if there's no aliens in it? <laughs> were there aliens in the first one? You all remember that there were. But were, were there? there? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah, so anyway, part, yeah, part of the premise is... Like, you, I'm not telling you any spoilers or details. I'm just saying... No, that's the plot. The, the basic premise is, yeah. yeah, she doesn't know if there's aliens outside, but the audience do because it's in the title. Mm-hmm. Which ruins, a l- it does ruin some of the suspense, but even me watching, I was like, are there aliens? Yeah. Or am I crazy? At the very end, there are hints or you know for certain that there is an alien presence. But at some point in the movie, you realize there is, okay? Yeah. But at the end, like one of the final shots is the camera pans down to the title of the property, which you didn't previously know. Because you're in the bunker the whole movie. Yeah. It, it the camera is at the surface and it sees that this the property is called Ten Cloverfield Lane. It's the last thing you see and it's the only time you ever see the word Cloverfield ever mentioned. Mm-hmm. Right? If that movie was called anything else, yep. If it was called I'm trapped in a bunker, yep. <laughs> and then it panned down to Ten Cloverfield Lane, you'd be like, oh shit! Yes. What the hell? Mm-hmm. It's in the Cloverfield verse. And do this more JJ stop putting Cloverfield in the titles. Yeah. 
the, you think <laughs> that you're revealing things. You are not. It, if you go onto Netflix and you type in Cloverfield, you're clicking on a Cloverfield movie. The reveal that they're on a Cloverfield lane isn't yeah, a reveal. Yeah. yeah. It, Call like, it Are There Aliens? And here's the thing. That should have been yeah, what it's called. Are There Aliens? <laughs> or not. That is the question. That is the premise. However, like, the thing is, if you're a general audience goer and you'd went to see, like, a movie called The Bunker, right? Yep. You're a general movie goer. You've never seen the original Cloverfield. You don't know much about movies. You're a bit of an idiot. You're a big fan of John Goodman. Yeah. You want to see John Goodman in some more Monsters, Inc. <laughs> Glory. He's right? not wrong. That's exactly and what I want. when you see the end shot, you might just think, okay. It's called, that's the name of the property. I don't care. Like, for the general moviegoer, it doesn't matter. It, they yep. still saw the movie, and that's just the end bit, right? And maybe they'll think, why was it called that? Why did it end on that note? Maybe I could look it up and I could find out. And, oh, wow, it's tied to this previous movie. That's really cool. What if what if the street was... What? <laughs> Go on. <laughs> One, two, three, fake street. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a bunker? <laughs> we saw there was a bunker all through the movie, but... Is there a bunker? <laughs> I can't wait for the sequel, 14 Cloverfield Boulevard. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, but for like people in the know, people who have seen Cloverfield, when it pans down to that, they'll go, the cinema would gasp, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. You would, and, you know, that's been taken from us because we know it's a movie about that. I saw it with people who didn't know it was about Cloverfield, right? Okay. They did, oh, sorry, they knew, that's I, I vaguely pitched it to them as an alien film. Okay. But because he John Goodman's selling it, hey, is there aliens? They're like, okay, that's just the premise. There's not actually aliens, right? Yeah. So then, you know, you get to the end and they're like, hmm? But anyway, it happened again. Cloverfield Paradox. Imagine if you didn't know there were monsters, right? Yeah. That would be cool. Uh, we're making fun and we're, yeah. we're making light of this situation. <laughs> but I can imagine that J.J. Abrams wants this yeah. and has continuously made the fact that this is Cloverfield the reveal. Mm-hmm. Of these last two sequels because he wants that to be a cool moment. Right. But whoever's distributing it is going, come on. Yeah, marketing. This is a Cloverfield movie. You have to tell people. Exactly. I I do think that that's the issue. Yeah, I I agree because the issue with the God Particle movie was that people didn't want to make it. And so J.J. Abrams was like, well, if you slap Cloverfield on it, I'll help you make it. And so that's the reason it became Cloverfield. It shouldn't have been called Cloverfield. No, it shouldn't be called it. No, it should have kept God Particle. That's a and great name. You know what? They, I mean, they dropped it on Netflix anyway. They didn't even have marketing. So what well, the hell? <laughs> that is an excellent point. <laughs> they could have just dropped oh. the movie. <laughs> they could have been like, "Hey, teaser for a movie in space," and it was like everyone would just be like, "I love space movies. I'll watch that right now." Oh. And then they find out it's Cloverfield. They'll be like, "What? This is exhausting." Yeah. We just realise we keep we keep going down the paradox. Oh my that god! This isn't going to end. This, this is an infinite loop. We're going to end back at the start of the podcast, and you're going to be like, "Hey, Oliver, welcome back to the podcast." And it's and I'm going, "Hang on, haven't we been here before?" <laughs> Fans of this show, you've listened to 34 episodes of this, but does the podcast exist? <laughs> is Gee. the po- is podcasting real? Yeah. Um, Great. Anyway, I was just going to end our little discussion. Yeah. On saying there, like I did, at the end of the day, I did like Cloverfield Paradox, and the reason I like it is because I think it had a lot of great ideas. And while both of our biggest issue is like it could have been done so much better. Yep. I really like the ideas that it was toying with because I, I, I do I love looking into some of these science anomalies and you know things like that quantum entanglement and all that. So yep. 
the idea that the earth is gone is such a creepy sort of concept to just yeah. like you're in space and then you fire this weapon and then suddenly you're not where you thought you were and this earth is gone that would be terrifying i thought the quantum entangled hand was a cool concept yeah, the fact sure. that there's a hand and it's being con- it's being manipulated by a entity somewhere else on another spaceship in it but you don't know where that is it's in another universe sure and but it's also probably by another chris o'dowd and that's kind of freaky now i know it's like people have thought of oh what if you teleported inside a wall i know that concept's been done but seeing it was really cool the fact that was done so beautifully yeah they open the wall and she has wires everywhere through her body i just remembered another bit that i don't like oh no (laughs) these crew members are so dumb There's weird screaming happening. Mm. It sounds like a machine. Like it's so, it's such a robotic yeah. scream because it's yeah. so full of pain. It doesn't sound like a woman. And and then they go, huh, it's coming out of this wall. We're in space. Here's what we're going to do. Yeah. Break down the wall. There's a very thin layer between us and an infinite vacuum. One, I think one character was like, no. Yeah, no. Are you serious? Yeah. But then there was like, I'm the captain and I make the orders. Yeah. And we're going to get whatever's in there out. No. <laughs> you are in space. Yeah. You have no reason to believe yeah, they... that a woman is in there. You don't know about the paradox <laughs> happening yet. Yeah. That is just a weird sound that mm-hmm. you heard. And again, it sounded metallic. It sounded like yeah. it was just metal scraping on metal. So there is no reason for you to, <laughs> to break apart your spacecraft. Another example Dumb of... Dumb movie. Great. <laughs> Another example of great um, idea weird character situation revolving yeah. around it and and the same thing with the worms i saw thought them they disappeared and then they turn up that they're inside the guy's head yes. and he's got a weird thing going on with his eye that, that was, was cool that was very alien as well putting mm-hmm. one on the table then like yep. the, there is a parasite in a body yeah very cool that way to do it because alien. like it makes sense the whole thing's about they've teleported somewhere teleports go wrong they sure do <laughs> as we discussed a couple <laughs> weeks ago yeah <laughs> oh, that, yeah we did discuss that and also uh the ice freezing there's the lady ah. in the airlock and the water which presumably comes from the other spaceship which has crash landed in the ocean mm-hmm. then the airlock opens and the ice freezes and it looks sick that is very cool it looked awesome that yeah. is very cool and I, I like i do love the idea of two spaceships what's happening in one of them is leaking into mm-hmm. the other such a, i just wish that there was more cool stuff like yeah. that i also didn't mind that 10 i guess i'm pretty sure from my understanding of the cloverfield timeline that this is what caused the monsters, I think. I th- is that there... when they teleported, that's w- that's when the monsters started showing up on Earth? So I, I kind of like the idea that the anomaly caused the monsters to show up and they've just teleported there from an alternate dimension mm-hmm. that they were on. And That's just why they're en- so angry. They just yeah. want to go home. Yeah. I would I'd kick down a building if I was tall enough to kick a building. They're gonna have like a movie called the Cloverfield, fr- uh, the Cloverfield, uh, and a friend, or something, <laughs> and it's gonna be like, oh my god, guys, is is the is the monster your friend? <laughs> and then at the end it is, and it's like, yeah, we know J.J. Abrams. You put it in the title, <laughs> you dick. <laughs> Great stuff. All right, let's let's go to Paramount and pitch it. Yeah. Let's stop talking about okay. this. I think right. I think we've. Do you want to rate it? I forget that we rate things, but yeah. let's rate it. A high credit hmm. from me. I really like when I was watching it. I was, I liked it because I also found it quite thrilling. The, the like for the first half or so, I was like, shit, like what's going on? Uh, yeah. This is really interesting. So I kind of found it thrilling. So I'll give it a high credit. In, okay. 
on a scale to I liked it to I didn't like it, it's I didn't like it. Yeah. So you would expect it to be like zero percent, but there were enough good points right. to I'll give it a pass. Okay, which is the lowest you can get without failing. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> it so it passed because Chris O'Dowd some cool ideas, some disappointing uh, execution mm-hmm. of those ideas though. Okay, great. Um, let's do another segment. I believe you have a little game prepared. We we haven't done other segments in a, in a couple of weeks. Yeah. The last time we did was um with my brother Josh yep. for Star Wars, and that was in December. Now it's February. It's, mm-hmm. been, it's been quite a while since we've uh since we've done this. The Cloverfield so month. We're <laughs> we're going to do Rotten Tomatoes this time. Yep. Now, Rotten Tomatoes is a game in which Oliver is very confident that he knows the website. Rotten Tomatoes like the back of his hand. Yeah. And um, I present to him a film, and he presents to me back a percentage of how many reviewers liked that movie. So... I've got to guess what the percentage is. Within 5%. 5%. And there is uh, usually a common thread throughout, and this one has a common thread throughout as well. Okay. Jason Bourne 3, The Bourne Ultimatum. Ooh. I've seen it. I know it got good reviews. I'm going to say 96. Yes. Hey. 93%. Nice. That is within 5%. I remember watching those and kind of being like, did it deserve this? Is this an action film? But then I guess for the time, it was like maybe a really amazing action film. Yeah. What was the time? 2004? 2004? I don't know. Maybe seven. Four might have been the first one. Okay. Because there's... Four of them now because there's one with Hawkeye in it. Anyway, oh, shit, it's Jason 2004. <laughs> oh, wow, that's good stuff. <laughs> I remember I was surprised to see that that it got in the 90s when mm. I was looking this up because when I watched them, I was watching them with my dad, and I think we watched two in a night and then one like a day after or, or the day after that. Yep. So for me, I can't remember a single moment of any of the movies. Right, because they're a blur. They are all just a blur of yeah. him running. Yep. I, I agree. Yeah. I think I watched them all pretty like close to each other. Um, and it was, yeah, it's like, it's shaky cam and he's running. Yeah. And people are after him. But he's like amazing and he has amnesia in all of them. Oh, that's right. Maybe. Does he have them? <laughs> Who knows? Anyway. Okay. The Will Smith led I Am Legend, a documentary about me. Uh, <laughs> Thank you very, very much. good in incorporation there. People liked it enough because it was kind of cool, except for the end. I don't know. I haven't seen it. It was pretty cool. I think Will Smith movies have a tendency to being weird at the end. I'm going to say 69. That is exactly right. Hey. <laughs> How nice is that? I know you too well. That? I know you too well. I was thinking, this movie's in the 60s, and Scott's the kind of guy that likes Hello. a certain number. Hello. <laughs> That's the sex number. Ding-a-ding, ring. As we were discussing earlier, there are bad Harry Potter movies. Harry Potter and the Order, Order of, of the, the Phoenix. Phoenix. The worst reviewed one. I really like it, though. I reckon it's the most funny. Is that the... Wait. Is Order of the Phoenix the one Umbridge. with the... That's not the funny one. Yes, it is. The one with Anne Harry who's doing the pincers thing. That's number six. But that's funny too. I think that's the funny one because no. that's all hormones and look yeah. at me, I'm one one and, and whatever. But think about Fred and George's hijinxes in Fooling Umbridge. That's a good point. That's <laughs> think about point. all the hijinks. Think yeah. about Snape bashing Ron and Harry's heads down when they, when they speak during their exam. That's in Goblet of Fire because they've got ridiculously long hair during that scene. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I recently read The Order of the Phoenix again. 
nerd. Really good. Really funny. Mr. Books over Do you know, here. Have you, have you read that book? No. We'll discuss it later. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm a terrible person who's read the first three Harry Potter books and the last one. Oh. <laughs> Give me a percentage, please. Within uh, 5%. Okay. Uh, it was 72. Mm. Oh, incorrect. Oh, Loser. 78. Right. 1% off, my friend. Really? So the worst reviewed Harry Potter film is still really good. It is a... That's a that's good really good. That's I'd be really happy good. If, I, if I made a movie and it got 78%. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Simpsons movie. Ooh. I realise now that we're referencing these other movies quite often earlier in the show. Oh, <laughs> we yeah. talked about Simpsons. Simpsons we're yeah. talking about Harry Potter. And Harry Potter, yeah. Um, 88%. Yes. Spot on. Oh, wow. I am on fire today. Look at me go. You've got them all right. I'm really disappointed about that Order of the Phoenix one. I literally just read that. <laughs> yeah, right. Maybe the book was 72%. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and lastly... Saw 4, or no. you can just call it Saw. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> that was not pre-planned. That's that, your that. best joke in the whole podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think Saw. Is it, is it, is it S4W? I, I don't is that what it's called? Uh, just not, that's not what I've got written here, but I, I will double check. It's Fawa. It's <laughs> I think what, it would be reckon? pretty crap. No, it's, it's Saw 4, but the 4 is in Roman numerals. So that's why they... they why would they put it... Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what do you reckon? Percentage, please. Within 5%. Uh, I know nothing about these. Uh, 22. Yes, you are correct. Oh, God, yes. You just scraped it. It's 17%. Oh, Plus 5. Baby. That is 22%. I'm in. Look at you. This is like the... Best I've ever done. Yeah, and and the one that you were off by was only one percent. So there is a common thread between these. Oh, could you figure it out? Jason uh, Bourne three. Okay. I am a legend. Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix, the Simpsons movie, and four. Ah, uh, no, I've got no idea. These movies were all released in two thousand and seven. Really? Yeah. Huh. But, you know, normally I go for something and try to be a little bit funnier. Oh, look at you. You were like, when was that release? I, when was I, that ultimatum I, release? When was it number four? Would you? I, I, <laughs> I try to give you some clues. Oh, you were trying to give me a little clue, yep. hey? Okay. And then, then you were like, Jason Bourne 3 came out in 2004. And I was like, 2007? <laughs> <laughs> Great. So See, you did I, well. I would be stuck up enough to like quietly say to myself, now nah, it was 2004, the idiot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, that brings us to the end of the show. Uh, another episode of Ignorance is this done and dusted. If you would like to get in contact with the show, you can do so by going to Facebook, by jumping in on the URL www.facebook.com slash ignoranceisthispodcast. It is also ignoranceisthispodcast at gmail.com if you would like to email us directly. And our Twitter handle is twitter.com slash ignoranceispod. Uh, also, good news, Ollie. We were just featured on a greataustralianpods.com. Nice. Great you, great Australian pods. Did you put us there? I applied for us to be there, yes. Ah. Exposure is what that is. There's <laughs> nothing wrong with it. Ah. Uh, thanks. Thanks, um, Sherry, for putting us on the website. That's really awesome. Okay, so we've done the plugs. We've discussed the movie. We've bantered all night long. And, uh, and now it's time to talk about haikus. 
I'll get my haiku out of the way quick. Okay, we, because we've got we've got different haikus because we both <coughs> considered ourselves ignorant for this movie. Of this movie, we didn't see the trailer when it came out. Although the one thing we'll say about the trailer is because that's we should we usually mention the trailer. Yeah, it it maybe spoiled the hand thing. It spoiled Should Chris O'Dowd being pushed back, but you don't know that that's his final moment. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, yeah, it literally showed his final moment. Yep. That's dumb. <laughs> I liked the um, one, 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 one. Two, oh, like yeah. The, cool, the, the launch off. Yes. Right. And it was echoing. That, that was, was awesome. cool. I like audio. Yep. I like sounds. Um, yeah, I'll get my haiku out of the way quick because... The, no, well, can I do one first? Because I've got two. So oh, you've got two? Okay. One, one, one. Very well. One, 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 one. Okay. Um, th- this is a uh, this is a haiku that's in reference to a meme that's currently pretty popular <laughs> in the meme sphere. Okay, J.J. Abrams' new Cloverfield movie is just boneless sunshine. Now, boneless is a meme. I don't know the meme. Now, bone. <laughs> it's like bone. Uh, f- who cares? <laughs> Some people will get it. I yeah. don't doubt. It's like you say, like like a long sleeve skivvy. You know, like a skivvy that goes, you know, to your wrists? Yeah. That's like a boneless jumper. <laughs> what? <laughs> you don't know what... It's like, it's, like, it's like another thing, but a little bit less. I feel like you have... To, okay, right. Some I, people consider yeah. boneless things to be better, so... Another thing, but a little bit less. I, I guess. A boneless human. <laughs> like in Harry Potter, in the Chamber of Secrets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there aren't any bones left. <laughs> All right, do your bit. Do your haiku. Um, yeah, my, the reason why one's bad is basically because we've technically touched on both halves of it. Okay. Um, you will immediately understand why it's just like something you said today. Uh, I um, don't know. It's like alien, but no alien. Just a very angry wall. You wrote that haiku before I said it's like alien without an alien. Yeah. And wow, we, b- we both thought of that. We also both thought the wall was stupid. When it was angry at them. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. That's a good haiku. I'm gonna eat ya. I don't know why you. I don't know why you're off that. That's a good one. No, it was good. It was just. Uh, said it. It's not original. Right. Anyway, my last one is. I'd like to think that Chris O'Down's um is living a Doctor Who life. <laughs> you know, in the yeah. <laughs> his hand love- gets cut off, <laughs> and then it becomes the other Doctor. And then, so you can consider the hand, the arm being a new Chris O'Dowd and a new version of Chris O'Dowd is just having adventures. Somewhere. I think you need to limit your haikus, young man, to the 575, not to the 575 and then an explanation afterwards <laughs> no, I know. to the reference. I'm sorry, I just, <laughs> not everyone's seen Doctor Who. <laughs> well, you, get, you made two, so that's fine. Yeah, it sure is. Okay. Anyway. Well, that brings us to... An end of ignorance is this. Thank you very much for listening. Good night, Australia. Good night, Australia.